It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Pitch popped up right field. Avery Hodge called off by Jada Coleman, who makes the catch when Column Sooners game over. There's no doubt who the number one team is in college softball after today. Final score Oklahoma 14, UCLA nothing. Victory! I just don't think that Oklahoma is going to be the team that hits 80 bajillion home runs. They may hit 50 bajillion, but I don't think they're going to be the big, bad Oklahoma Sooners that they've been. And they stay there. And they stay there. And they stay there. I feel like they already hit the uh, 50 bajillion over the weekend. Is that right? Did we get a final count? On that? Yeah, well, they hit 50 bajillion just in the second inning alone yesterday. Jeez. <laughs> what was the final number of six home runs, I think, in that game? And I don't know how many of those. The majority of those were just no doubters, too, man. It's not like you caught the wind on a right day at a small park and, you know, they just found a way over. Like, there were moonshots yesterday against the number one team. Man, that was, uh, that, that was fun, man. Just when you thought, or just when everyone thought, oh, the gap is closed significantly. OU's just not the same OU. To come out and beat UCLA 14-0 in five innings in California, like that legitimately made me belly laugh at how funny that is. Like, and how cool is that everyone like, is doubting you? Well, uh, because you know what the take would have been if UCLA would have won yesterday. And to oh, dominate yeah. them like you did, God, it's just what a program they are. That's awesome. It's pretty cool, for sure. Um, I, the home runs offense was really impressive, but, man, the work on the mound, or I guess in the circle, was just as or maybe more impressive, Amen. right? Amen. Yeah, Starocco, Um I tweeted that out yesterday. It's like, guys, crazy it is to say, I hope, her, I hope the 14-run score don't overshadow her uh, three-hit shutout that she had yesterday where UCLA didn't even have a runner in scoring position. And I, I don't think that it did, but that was one of the best starts of her career. They were uh, locked in all weekend long, man. After that loss to Baylor from game one on, what, Friday all the way to that game on Sunday, they played um, – that's what they're capable of. And you saw it throughout that five-game stretch. It was awesome. Yeah, what were the final? Do you know the final numbers during that stretch after the loss to Baylor? Yeah, I mean, the did most, they even give up a run? It was uh, eight nothing, eight nothing, ten three, ten to one, and fourteen zero, I believe. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, so pretty uh, good, <laughs> pretty impressive, cool stuff, and uh, just like we thought, uh, no shock here, no surprise, pretty ho hum. 
OU men's hoops go get a win on the road by double digits? <laughs> huh? Well, that's what I was about to ask. Like, what was the most impressive thing this weekend? Was it the softball team beating the number one team at the time, 14 nothing in five innings? Was it OU men's hoops going to a place they had won, like, what, twice in a decade, winning by double digits? Was it the OU women's gymnastics team having a – program high score on Friday night? I, I I don't – like, what was the most impressive thing? There are a few things to pick from. Jacob Groves going four <laughs> or five from three. Probably. After going three of his last 20 <laughs> behind the arc. There's I our – uh, was... Teddy just spoiled the under-the-radar player for 420. There it is, Jacob Dang. Groves. That was, uh, that was impressive. Lead all scores with 16. And, my goodness, what a uh, – what unbelievable to go on the road and get that win just no big deal another top 25 win for the uh for the men's team who continues to be below 500 but uh they have some they've notched some nice wins so far this year and man that was crazy did not see jacob groves coming in to lead all scorers after well, they got uh, down 14 to 3 and i remember uh turning my wife and saying well that's just how this one's going to go today they're already down 14-3 early on. And for that team to rally 14-3 on the road in, in Hilton Coliseum of all places and to play like they did in the second half, that was, man, it was impressive. Yeah, what did uh, – I don't have it in front of me, but I, what did, was Iowa State like 35% or something from the floor? It was terrible. Whatever it was, it was not good. They were from that's the floor. That's not from three. Well, that's just. No, that, they were worse than that. They were 31% from the floor. 31%. So, so our, uh, <laughs> our, our basic take of OU basketball continues to prove to be true when they win. Well, you just got to hope they shoot well and the other team doesn't. <laughs> OU shot 46% from the field. Iowa State shot 31% from the field. OU was 10 of 23 from three. Iowa State 4 of 15. It's simple. It's basic. Anyone can say it. But, man, does it end up being true every time this team plays. You know, it's – you know, I wouldn't even necessarily say that we we shot it great outside of – Jacob Groves, I mean, Sherfield was 2 of 8 from 3. Uh, Hill was 0 of 2. Tanner Groves was 1 of 3. I mean, it, it was it was okay, but it's not like it was great outside of him. It's true. I mean, well, they only scored 61 points, too. We're acting not, like they scored 85 or something. Uh, no know? kidding. And ended up, you know, below 50% from the field. Um, not great. Continue to be a great free throw shooting team, though. 93%. 13 of 14. So what matters so. in the NIT, Teddy? You got to make your free throws to be able to it win does. that tournament. So, We're, hey, we Excited may play that. our way into a into a really high seed in the NIT. Look out! Don't get my hopes up, man. Don't get my hopes up. Nine one eight. Iowa State's basketball missed sixty nine percent of their shots. That's right. You guys are amazing. That's nice right. Job. It's the key number. Everyone knows it. Jim and wow. Arlington skip and the Chaos Boys run ruling. Yeah, on Sunday, right after Patty and the girls did it. Kendall says the baseball team run-ruled Ryder yesterday. Yes, all that's true. 2-1-4, UCLA losing by 14 runs is mm. like losing by 49 in football. Is that a good number or is it even worse than that, especially in five innings? Um, 49 might be a pretty good number, actually. 
It's hard to say. I, let, let's make it 50. Let's make it half a hundred, losing by 14. Everyone good with that? It felt about like the LSU Peach Bowl felt. <laughs> yeah, well, fair because uh, in the second quarter it's, do we really need to play the rest of this game? Like, do we really <laughs> need to? And I'm sure UCLA felt going to the bottom of the second down 6 nothing. Do we really need to play to five innings? I mean, is that really necessary today? That was crazy. That was really good. Um, I was listening to Plank earlier, and I think they only got through the order twice, UCLA did. Oof. That's brutal whenever someone's just slapping the ball over the fence over and over on you, runs coming in, and it's you can't even, can't even hardly get on base. Brutal. Uh, there's nothing fluky. I mean, there's hardly ever anything fluky about a 14 nothing win, but it was just bomb after bomb after bomb. Dominant performance in the circle. It's just everyone thought that, you know, OU was gettable this year. And maybe they still are. I, we got a long way to go, but I don't know, man. I, I, I tend to think a, a message, a loud message at that was sent on Sunday afternoon. And right. I, think the, uh, I think the whole world heard that one, what, what OU did. Whew. Well, what was the deal with UCLA? How, I, mean, I know, obviously, they had been moved up to number one in the country, but had they looked super impressive leading yeah. up to that game? Yeah, they beat Florida earlier in the week, like uh, eight nothing or ten nothing, something like that. And some will argue that well, Florida is a little bit overvalued. It's not one of their best teams. That's fine. But uh, yeah, to answer your question, UCLA had looked really good up to that point. Yeah. Well, yeah, up till that point, critical, critical uh, statement there. Huh. Well. You know, we, we had circled this one early, and uh, I'd say they handled their business. What's the rest of the schedule look like coming up? What's what's the next kind of game that you have circled? So, well, Kentucky this week, it'll be a nice test. I mean, that's an SEC program. Um, this is arguably the toughest schedule or at least the toughest non-conference schedule that OU's ever had. I mean, yeah. you've already played the number one team in the country – you still play Florida State coming up. You still play LSU coming up. You're going to play Auburn coming up. You're going to play Kentucky coming up. You've already played A&M. Like, it feels like you play half of the SEC, which everyone agrees is the best conference in all of college softball. So you probably played the best team that you're going to play in the non-conference, but this non-conference schedule is just stacked with elite teams and elite programs. I think you play Northwestern later on. Who yeah. you played in OKC last year? It's it's it, it's deep, man. This is not a uh, early two thousands Bill Snyder Kansas State football schedule. This is a this is a big time schedule. Right. Well, that's good. Good stuff. Um, it's nice to see them get challenged, and I know there was a lot of people watching and listening for the uh, during the UCLA game. And was there a lot of complaints? complaints coming out or did flow softball handle themselves i i don't know if flow softball handled themselves i listened to it the entire time yeah nice. I, I wasn't going there um i know several have already made this joke uh i'll just make it and then we can move on but um funny how ou dominated the then number one ranked team and the game wasn't in oklahoma city because mm. i'm led to believe by some that that's the only reason that ou softball has ever had any success whatsoever is that the Women's College World Series is in their own backyard. Well, wow. the game was played in California on Sunday. Less than ideal conditions all weekend long, and, huh, sure didn't affect OU all that much. Wow. Amazing how that happens, huh? Wow. Well, I guess, I guess that's true.
but I, you have to admit it's still an advantage to play it in Oklahoma City. Yeah, sure, it, it is an advantage to play in Oklahoma City, but to like to credit, like for that to be your main That's takeaway, for that to be your main takeaway, the last ten years of OU softball is is a pretty ignorant statement, in my opinion. Sure, of course, man, there is an advantage, just like Florida's had, LSU's had, and Florida State's all had in bowl games before, and Nebraska's right. had, and like it, it it happens in collegiate sports. But to think that that's the only reason that OU's racked up national championships is, I'm, I'm sorry, it's stupid is what it is. Yeah. We'll see if they can do it again. Looks like they've, uh, I don't know what it took, I don't know what happened, but they're awake again, and uh, the bats are firing, pitching looks good. So, going to be exciting, as always. Uh, let's see. Let's get to a few texts before we hit a break here. Patrick at the Mont says it's more like 69 nothing, a 14 nothing win. Probably right. And now I'm craving a swirl. Thank you, Patrick, from the Mont <laughs> for uh, texting that in. Santa John says, oh, boy, this is a long one. Hey, Teddy, a quick comment regarding your citing of a research study concluding that TV broadcasted football games were only a couple of minutes longer than the non-TV broadcasted games. Well, there's a built-in bias to that research study, and quite frankly, I'm surprised that you didn't catch it considering the business in which you were employed. Oh, boy. The non-TV broadcasted games still have radio broadcasts of the games, and those radio broadcasts are supported by commercials. Those radio broadcasts are affiliated with companies like Learfield who have learned how to slip in longer and more commercials from TV. Of course, there's not going to be much difference between TV and non-TV broadcasted games, that research study is flawed from the very beginning. Two exclamation marks. Uh, that's wrong. Uh, I think our timeouts are 90 seconds compared to a three-minute TV timeout. But I do appreciate participating. Nice. Yeah, that, that's that, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we take we take shorter timeouts. I think, and Drake will know, knows this way better than I do, but radio takes – Shorter timeouts, and I think we take three, maybe four less timeouts during a broadcast. All of that to say, what a ridiculous text message <laughs> off of something that I just read uh. off of the um, the article that, I don't know, it was a Pete Thamel or one of those guys had put out and said in there that, the non-televised games were only two or three minutes, uh, what, shorter than the televised games. So, but, hey, I noted, noted. No, Teddy still has to kill time when they come back someone, from a commercial break. Isn't that, that's interesting, though, that someone took such, um, I, like, that comment struck such a chord with them. Like they, there's no way in the world that a non-televised game um, isn't, you know, drastically different and had to figure out why exactly that that bias, I guess you could call it, I don't know if it's biased by anyone. It's just a fact that looking at the length of the games, I don't know that anyone's biased. The games just turned out the way that they turned out. Santa John, I respect you coming out throwing a haymaker in the first segment of the week. I like that. <laughs> Wait till Teddy's on and then throw that one out there. I like it. Don't let him ease into things and get in a good mood. No, nope. just come out swinging early on. 
I'm probably going to have to pay the price for that, that one. I mean, I, that's just interesting. Now, I don't know. I guess perhaps Learfield's break schedule is different than on a non-televised game than it is a televised game, but I don't think that that's the case. I don't know. Don't know. Frankly, don't care. Would you like to take a non-televised commercial break right here? It's going to be a little bit longer than 90 seconds, but not much longer, I A little bit longer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've just been handed a note. Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break here. This is uh, <laughs> Learfield has told me I better get the timeout. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep the text coming, 651-3439. Hanging out in Newcastle Casino today. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. The Buick family is all here at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Factory incentives have just hit the manager's desk. New 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to $3,850 off all new 2023 Buick Envisions with 500 consumer cash, 250 when financed through GMF, and $3,100 dealer discount. Super savings at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. Amini's biggest President's Day expansion sale is going on now. Save more and get immediate delivery on all stock items, plus 48 months no interest financing with approved credit. Discounts from 30 to 70% off of retail on indoor and outdoor furniture, game room furniture, arcade games, theater seating, and area rugs, plus 60 to 80% off of hand-knotted rugs. Merchandise must be sold on a first-come, first-served basis. Now is the time to beat the 2023 price increases. It's the huge President's Day sale only at Amini's, 525 West Memorial Road, or online at Amini's.com. The big dance is almost here, and you know what that means. Join us Monday, March 13th for the Refs 22nd Annual 68-Team Giveaway. Live at Buffalo Wild Wings, off of 19th Street and more from noon to 7. You want more ways to win this March? Then put your bracket prognostication to the test against the rest of the Ref Army in the Ref Bracket Challenge. Brought to you by Wonderhouse Design and Consign. The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, and your home for the best giveaways this March. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change. And generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. 
Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000, or online at nced-hotel.com. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Air Coverage Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Sports has come up with a top 25 list of the most lavish facilities in all of college football. I just asked you during the break if you've seen this list, you said no. That's perfect because I would love for you to guess where OU ranked in this top 25 list of best facilities in college football. And if it means anything, here's how they graded it. They graded it on uh, industry opinions, what players have told them, and actual in-person visits from uh, 24-7 sports staff. Okay. With that being said, where do you think OU ranks in the best of the country? Oh, boy. Um, Let's see. I think. I'll just try and rip off some places that I think are better. Okay. Oregon. Yeah. Michigan. Uh-uh. Ohio State. Not Michigan. Uh, Clemson. Georgia. Bama. LSU. Um, hmm. I think all of those are right outside Michigan. LSU is, Georgia is, Bama is, Clemson is. Yeah, okay. Now, the, this is where it starts to get more difficult because like, some of the other schools that I just don't know about, I would say they rank somewhere in the 15 to 20 range uh, in the top 25. Yeah, I mean, you're really close. Number 14 on this list is where 14? they're ranked. So, yeah, right around the range that you thought. Um, let's okay. see. 15 is Maryland. No idea that Maryland had nice facilities, well, but they've got the okay. Under Armour uh, yeah. owner. You said Michigan there. earlier. Michigan's 16 and Notre Dame's 17 for a little bit of a reference. But OU's yeah. 14. Florida is at 13. I felt like we've heard in the past that Florida's facilities compared to other SEC schools weren't great, but okay. Um, Arkansas's at 12. 11 is Northwestern, which they built that awesome new yeah. facility out there. 
Uh, South Carolina, man, is number 10 on this list. Nice. Auburn is 9. Texas is 8. Ohio State is 7. LSU 6. Georgia's 5. Clemson's 4. Bama's 3. Uh, let's see, A&M is two, and Oregon's number one. So, we're 14, and nine of the teams ahead of us are in the SEC. So, according to that, right now we are number 10 in the SEC. Huh? Okay. Bottom half. Well, I, I know that we haven't been to all of those facilities, maybe even most of them, but... You guessed 15 to 20. They were 14. Now that I've read the schools in front of them, do you think that that's a fair ranking, a fair assessment of where OU's facilities stack up with the rest? I have no way of gauging where they are at all. No clue. I, I, I mean, I've been to a game at Ohio State, but I didn't get to see in their locker room and their weight room and their indoor facility – so I, I have no idea on any of them. Really, the only facilities that I that I know detail-wise is Oklahoma's. And all I know about Oklahoma's is that the people that know tell me it needs to be redone. That's it. Hmm. Whenever it comes to competing with the best of the best. That's not the greatest the endorsement the if they say it needs to be redone, if you want to get in the you know top five or something. Okay. No, I, hey, man, it – Read the top five again. The top five was, uh, I believe, Oregon was one. Here, let me scroll all the Oregon, way down. Oregon, A&M, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia. Yes, correct. Yeah, I think that was it. Not in that order, but, well, I mean, that's that's the group that you're trying to to get in with. You're never going to be able to outfund Oregon, so, you know, you can not try to compete with them, but everyone else, I think, that's the that's the group you're trying to compete well, with. Well, a- 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 throw A and M in that category as well, probably as well. Outfund Texas A and M is going to be pretty tough. Yeah, which how much well, they th- they throw at it right now. I think it's I think it's it's probably going to be difficult for us really to outfund, you know, any of those top five schools and maybe a, a big portion of the top ten. And you don't have to have the best facilities. I mean, let's be honest. I. Once you get inside, like where we are, better than what we are. Like you're, you're really. I yeah, I I think that's fair. Sure, you're not. Is a kid going to choose to go to A and M over Oklahoma because they have a a tanning bed in their locker room or something stupid? Maybe surprised. Like we're already to the point of a bunch of stuff just being able to check a box. I, it doesn't actually make you a better football player. In fact, I could probably claim that a lot of things make you a worse football player. But, you know, it's just there's there's boxes that you have to check. Like for Oklahoma, like whenever we get our standalone facility done, I, we're there. I, 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 we don't need, as far as football is concerned, I don't think we need anything else. We'll be fine. Sure, whether we'll, they rank in the top ten after that or right. really move up a couple spots. And really, this is just – I, they're using what players say and what other people in the industry say, but it's still opinion based, is what it is. Yeah, but, they, but, they don't know. But I agree with your overall point: is that whether it's right and they're fourteen, or maybe they're a little bit better and they're just inside the top ten, 
it's not like they're they're not in such bad shape right now that they're losing kids over that. I, I would I would definitely agree with that. I mean, come on, you're gonna have a locker room that is just incredible. All I mean, this is already at Oklahoma. You got a locker room that's incredible. You've got a weight room that's incredible. You've got beautiful new dorms. You've got an indoor. I. What else you need? Facilities won't be the reason why OU doesn't win a national championship if it never happens. Right. We all get with that? I would argue that Oklahoma football facilities-wise, they don't have a problem as far as like how nice everything is. They have more of a functionality issue than they do like a bells and whistles issue. You know, like they, they need a standalone building to make it functional, to have everything right there in one place. They need better outdoor um, practice fields, and not that like their field, the actual field surface is really good. It's just like they need more space for their outdoor outdoor fields. I don't think they have a full hundred yard out, outdoor practice uh, field, yeah. which is you know. And Ohio they, State has several, <laughs> right? They <laughs> got like eight of them, I think. Yeah. Something crazy like that, six or eight. So like they just need some some stuff like that, and I. You need to you need to have it competitive, but you don't need to be the best. You're never going to be the best. So I guess the question here, and it, it sounds like it's pretty obvious, is all right. Well, apparently South Carolina's just dumped a ton of money. They're a top ten right now. Yeah. Um, found out and, today, uh, OSU's dumping in three hundred twenty-five woo. million, not just for football. That's for all sports or a lot of sports anyway. So what's OU's next football plan? Is it that standalone facility? I think so. I mean, they've already made room for it, so I I guess that would be the case. I, we've got, I think we've got the standalone facility coming. We've got other renovations. We got the west side of the stadium. I don't know. That's not. I don't know how that how you classify that as facilities or or what. I, I don't know. But you got that. You got a new softball stadium coming in. I, we've got baseball upgrades coming in. We've got. At some point, perhaps in the next seventy-five to a hundred years, maybe a new basketball arena. Jeez. Oh, so <laughs> I, we've got some things in the works, but you know, I think we're. I think we're. Obviously, the facilities aren't where they need to be, but the proposals and the plans are going to get us up to speed. So I think we're fine. Like again, we our facilities are good enough to where that's not going to be the difference. Yeah, everyone has good facilities now. Nine one eight OU doesn't even have a hundred yard outdoor practice football field. Meanwhile, Ohio State has like five made of five different grasses. Yeah, true. Fact check comes back correct on that. Five eight zero Nate says I heard USC's facilities had hot tubs preloaded with STDs back in the Leinart era. God, oh my gosh! Geez. Jim in Arlington <laughs> asked Teddy what the locker rooms were like when he first got there. Does that make them higher on the list or lower on the list? I, I'm trying to figure out. Actually, were they even in the top 25 of this? I Ol- think don't they have some big push going on to redo all their facilities right now? Maybe Ole Miss was 25, Missouri 24, Washington 23, uh, Illinois 22, North Carolina was at 21, Kentucky at 20. I OSU was at 18 on this, by the way. I don't yeah. see a USC in the top 25 on this list. Yeah, I think they've got some big push going there to to upgrade all their stuff. Don't know. Jim in Arlington wants to know what the locker rooms were like when you first got there. 
and how many how many times has it been remodeled since then? I, I think it was remodeled three times while I was there. Jeez. Or maybe it was just twice, but when I got there in 2000, they had just finished it. Whenever I came on my official visit, it was not done. Um, they were just kind of showing like like you'd walk through and it was under construction. And then I, whenever they first opened it, I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Whenever you look back at it now, it's not anything close to what it is. But then after we won the national championship, they made it bigger. And then after that, they made it bigger again and added, like, game room and, and all kinds of stuff like that. So, like, the majority of my time there in the off season was spent in the visitor locker room under the, uh, the southwest corner of the stadium, which was terrible. Yeah. I, I like how they even showed you the locker rooms back then. Like, that would have mattered to you. They they could have you guys could have changed in the uh, portable buildings out there for all four years. It didn't matter. Yeah, you still would have showed up. It would have been happy, frankly. Yeah, been a happy I, portable building. I had out there. no idea, and I I that's seems to be when the arms race for facilities was really starting to take shape. Yeah, was there one school in particular that started that? Like uh, Oregon started the uniform craze. But was there any school before the others that really started investing in it? I don't know. I think it was. Was it I Oregon? I think it was whenever all of the new conferences and conference championships and stuff like that started happening. Is whenever the real uh, explosion of money was happening, and they they had the money to be able to do it. So, but I honestly I don't. Well, I don't text know a line help us it. out with that. Like, who can you remember was like the first school to really like throw a ton of money? Like money that we've never seen before, facilities that started that movement. That's that's interesting. I guess you think of like stadium renovations at first, but that doesn't necessarily have to be the the first big no. boom of that. Maybe it was I, Oregon. Um, it might have been Texas. You know, Texas was Texas was really trying to put something together a little bit, and I don't know. Maybe it's Nebraska in the nineties. I mean, everyone. It was less about what their facilities looked like and more about, like, the results of the Husker Power sure. uh, off-season program and stuff like that. So, I don't know. They, uh, they they took money away from Roids and put it in facilities. Is that what you're trying to say in Nebraska? <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Obviously, that wasn't a smart thing. They, they should have kept the money in the Roids, looking back at it how now. Do you think, how do you think rules go to get them back? Roids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go. Expect to see A-Rod a lot more in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> All right, we got to hit a break. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out at Newcastle. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439. We'll be back. Football. You love it. We love it. You live it. We live it. You need it. We got it. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush, right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. 
Life's too short for small buns. 405 Burger Bar has moved locations to Main Street in the heart of Norman. With handmade Oklahoma onion burgers and a full bar, 405 Burger Bar will be your favorite place to watch games. Follow us on Instagram at 405 Burger Bar to learn more about our burgers, bar, and sports bar atmosphere. 405 Burger Bar, Main Street in Norman, just east of I-35. 405 Burger Bar in Norman on Main Street. Big buns, real meats. Hey, it's Chris Plank, and when I'm not calling games for the two-time defending national champion OU softball team, you can hear Josh Helmer and myself talk about them weekdays, 9 to noon, on The Plank Show. Plus, be sure to listen and subscribe to the Diamond Envy Podcast. That's the ref's OU softball podcast hosted by Tyler McComas. Diamond Envy drops twice weekly with great guests and the latest softball information. Diamond Envy is brought to you by Cavens Maintenance Group. More Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about More Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. With great food from the spare time grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town, Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest or visit SoonerBowl.com. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Oklahoma needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> a heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse pre-diabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They didn't think I was going to make it. I'm LaToya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. It's a Monday on the Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. I'm inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. Special guest this segment, 
My buddy John Woodson of Brown O'Haver is in with us, who uh, texted me earlier today, Teddy, that the 2008 Florida Gators are his most hated college football team of all time. Yeah. I guess we'll get into that here in a few minutes. But uh, first, John, thanks for uh, joining us here. Let, let's start with uh, with what happened last night. And, and, you know, if you're one of the many that were affected by the storms and you're just trying to figure out what's next, what, what's the best way to go about contacting Brown O'Haver and what would you recommend? Tyler. Um, it's so weird, Tyler, because when, when when I get on with you guys, and especially T-Row in the morning, we're talking about storms that happen in Idabel or storms that happen in Seminole or, you know, some other part of the country. But when it happens in Norman, it's kind of weird, you know? It's like people yeah. you know are calling you and people you're friends with are like, dude, what do I do? What's going on? And so I've practiced this speech already, like, I don't know, 50 times for people <laughs> calling and saying what's going on. The first piece of advice I'd give anybody whether they got hit with a – whether their whole house is destroyed or they've, they've suffered some pretty good damage to their roof and fence, take your time. You do not have to make decisions today. You don't have to make them tomorrow. You can take your time. Don't sign any contracts. And that includes don't sign contracts with Brown O'Haver. Take your time because this is going to be a long process. And the decisions you make today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday – are going to have a huge impact on the duration of your insurance claim. And it could affect how much money you get and how quickly you get that money. So just, just take a deep breath. Um, as far as roof damage, if you just suffered you know, missing shingles or some fences down, but basically you're living in your house and everything's okay, get with a trusted roofer. Get with one that you know, that you feel comfortable with. They should be able to help you through the process. And do you recommend roofers, by the way, at Brown O'Haver? Yeah, we do. If someone says, do, do you recommend? Like, do I, have a, do I have a list of preferred roofers? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Yeah, we do. And But one other piece of advice that the roofers won't like me saying is, if you suffered some roof damage but you can wait, don't fix your roof until June or July. Like, we're going to have more hailstorms. We're going to have more windstorms over the next three or four months. Just... Take your time, get it scheduled, make sure you're, you know, you've got the roofer you want, make sure your insurance company's paying for it, but don't fix your roof if you don't have to until June or July, because there's going to be more storms and you don't want to pay another deductible. The last thing you want to do is fix your roof in March, only to have it blown off again in April or May. So just something to think about. If it's possible, take your time. For those folks though, that have suffered some major damage, those, especially those houses along highway nine around 24th. Take a lot of pictures, um, document things that are going on, save all your receipts, especially while you're out of the house. And then as far as hiring folks, don't hire anybody right away. Take your time. Make sure you know what's going on. And, um, you know, I'm gonna, the plug here is I'm with Brown O'Haver, so of course I'm biased. But give somebody outside a, a contractor a call. Make sure you're making the right decisions. Preferably Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. We've been through this before. Unfortunately, we've been through it a lot. We're located in Moore. We know how to handle tornadoes. It's it's really an issue. And as far as the way the insurance company is going to treat you, it could get sketchy, and you just need to make sure you're making the right decisions throughout the entire process. Hey, John, I, I, think, I think a lot of our listeners are familiar with you guys and what you do, but maybe not everyone. Sure. Could you back up a little bit and just maybe take everyone through what it is exactly that you guys do? Because I got to tell you, before I met you guys, I didn't even know that this service existed. Well, and I appreciate you reminding me of that, uh, Teddy, because you're right. I get so used to talking about 
uh, what we do on the radio, I forget that maybe I need to start at the beginning. So Brown O'Haver, we are public insurance adjusters. We work for the insured, not the insurance company. So if you've had a loss, in this case, from a tornado, you've been hit by, your house has been hit by a tornado, you can hire us. We're licensed by the state to adjust the claim for you, not the insurance company. And it's our mission to get you more money than you'd get on your own and to get more money more quickly. Typically, we get our clients 30 to 40% more than they'd get on their own. And we've been in business now 16, 17 years. We've been through all these major tornadoes that have hit more and really throughout the state. We've ha- we have major clients in Seminole, Idabel, and we've already taken calls today from uh, from southwest, uh, Southeast Norman. So. so the way it may go is uh, uh, someone may file a claim on their insurance. And the adjuster comes out, they take a look at the roof, they say, yeah, you need a new roof. They take a look around the house, You say, they say, okay, you maybe you need to replace this. That right there looks like maybe the damage happened before, it looks like old damage. And they put all that together and they say, here's how much we'll pay you to get all of this stuff repaired. And then someone can take that to you guys and you guys can go and look through and make sure that that adjuster has done a thorough job and you may be able to say, yeah, okay, yeah, they've they've done a good job here. That's that's about what we would agree with. Or maybe they missed this, 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 and this, and your your exact uh, insurance policy says that you're covered on that, that, and that. And you may come up with a totally different number than what the insurance adjuster tried to write a check to the to the policyholder. That's absolutely right. And Teddy, that's what I would recommend if you've had um, if you're still living in your house. Uh, it's probably not minor damage that you suffered, but if you're still living in your house and you've had roof damage or a fence down or you know whatever the case may be, that's exactly how I'd recommend you handle it. Find a good roofer that you trust. Go through the process. When you think the claim is done, bring it to us. It costs nothing for us to look at it. And if we can increase the claim, you only pay us on what we increase the claim on. However, if you've had major damage to your house uh, where you're not living in it today and you're out of your house and it's going to be a while, my recommendation, call Brown O'Haver, 405-735-5510. Talk to one of our adjusters and let us walk you through how we've helped other clients in your exact position, having gotten hit by a tornado and all the pitfalls that that insurance claim is going to encompass. And if they call you and you can't do anything, then it's no charge. So well, yeah. it's risk-free. I mean, it's, it's not, I mean t- Tyler, I'm not joking. We've taken probably 50 or 60 calls just today, giving out advice, walking people through some stuff. Um, Jeffrey's down in Southeast Norman right now meeting with folks. Um, it's it's going to be a long process. But, no, just to talk to us obviously doesn't cost anything. And we've been down this road before, and we know how to get pay, people paid more What's money. What's the phone number again? 405-735-5510. There you go. Hey, one more quick one. For someone that may just now be hearing this and had maybe a fire claim or something, a flood back in the fall or maybe last summer, how long is it before they can call you guys and say, hey, w- would you take a look at this payout that we got or we're still arguing with our insurance company? If you've had an insurance claim in the last year, I'll even say 18 months, uh, absolutely give us a call. We can absolutely look at it. And you'd be surprised at the number of times we've been able to get people significant dollars over and above what they've received on their insurance claims. It's um, it's it's quite honestly, it's amazing how how often we get clients more money. So yeah, absolutely, give us a call whether you've got an old claim, whether you were impacted last night, or you know somebody. Give us a call four zero five seven three five fifty five ten. And you really hate those two thousand eight Florida Gators, huh? Dude, literally, they're <laughs> the most annoying team in the world. I mean, you're talking about Urban Meyer, 
probably the most hated coach of all time. I mean, that's he's up possible. there for sure. If I not, mean, what I, the words that you can't you can't even say it on the radio. The words to describe Urban Meyer, right? The kind of person. Grind is kind of the first words that you say. Uh, that's what he was doing at one point last year. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I feel yeah. you. <laughs> palm, palm, palm down, palm up, whichever the word was. And then you've got then you've got Aaron Hernandez, right? We don't even got to go into Aaron Hernandez, but my gosh. I mean, double, double double, homicide. And then all you had to do is, if Percy Harvin doesn't play, we probably win the game. We're down DeMarco Murray. They're down Percy Harvin. We're like, if Percy Harvin doesn't play, those two balance each other out, we probably win the game. Of course, Percy Harvin miraculously recovers from whatever's wrong with him. And his I, still don't, I still don't know how there's not a P.I. call in the first uh, offensive drive of the game oh, for OU. Don't when Manny get... Johnson gets hit in the face mask. Dude is uh, ejected for that play Dude, nowadays. Those, D- those DBs were hanging all over our receivers the entire game. It was unbelievable. And then don't even get me started on the halftime speech by, um, you know, Dawson's Creek guy or whatever. You know, it was so frustrating. I can't <laughs> even stand it. Dawson's Creek guy. Nice. I, I just hate, no, I hate that team. I can't, e- I can't even stand that team. That's uh, the most hated team. And it, if it's not your most hated team, then I don't even know. I guess you got to be old and hate one of the Miami teams, but. Yeah, I can't stand them. Would you be? There's been some people speculate that if we do the, you know, the three, um, uh, every year teams that we that we are locked in to play against, that Florida may be one of them. There's been some people oh. throw that out there. Would you be into that? I love it. I would absolutely yeah. love. Dude, first of all, they're orange, right? I mean, what else do you need? They're orange. I didn't think about point. that. You it's don't even point. have to yeah. change all your shirts. I hate orange. Just fits right into that rivalry right away. Yeah. They're good at everything else including football, but they're good at basketball. They're good at uh, gymnastics and baseball and, and, you know, every other sport. So it would be a really natural rival. Um, I would be way more excited than having to play like A&M again. You know, putting yeah. A&M back into that permanent rotation would not really get me fired up. I, I take Florida, absolutely. we, we got to hit a break, but John will save you money or get you more money at Brown O'Haver. You can also check out the Boomer Bevo podcast, and he'll give you more hot takes such as that one. Well, Good I appreciate hot takes. Tyler and Teddy, both of y'all, thank you all so much for getting us on. And really, yeah. folks, if there's anything we can do, don't hesitate to give us a call. You're the man. Appreciate you stopping by, John. We'll talk to you soon. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Stay with us. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. Are you going to keep driving that same old truck? Save at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. New 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab SLT take up to $3,250 off MSRP. $500 consumer cash, $250 when financed with GMF, and $2,500 dealer discount. No more cash cow. Drive away in a new ride today. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. You're simply the best. This March, the best place to play is here at Riverwind. Because we're OKC's number one casino experience. And with over 2,800 of your favorite games. Plus the best atmosphere and service. Riverwind really is your best place to play. Because you won't find better than number one. You're simply 
Hey Sooners, did you know you can use your IRA or 401k to support OU while seeking above average returns? Boyd Street Ventures supports OU in Oklahoma by creating economic opportunities for students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Boyd Street Ventures invests in innovative startups by providing initial investments, strategic guidance, operational support, and help in raising additional capital to launch a company. Boyd Street Ventures can help you through the process of Sooners empowering Sooners and investing in OU innovation. For more info, go to BoydStreetVentures.com. Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional's Journey Clinic, our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their fullest potential in health and in life. Our nationally accredited program offers support through every stage of your weight loss journey, giving you all the resources you need along the way. The path to a healthier you isn't one you have to walk alone. Call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if Journey Clinic is right for you. When you have suffered a major loss, your head might be spinning. So many things can run through your mind. Is my family safe? How am I going to rebuild? Which restoration company will I be working with? After you've determined your family is safe, you should call Brown O'Haver. They will help you with the major questions you'll be facing. They will educate you on insurance claims, how to rebuild, and determine what is salvageable before someone else tells you or bills you for your own property. 405-735-5510 is the number you need to call after you've suffered a loss. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager. Learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Reliable. Fast. Affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. This is Matt Klaus with Valiance Bank. At Valiance, we strive to understand your goals and create customized banking solutions. As one of the last locally owned and operated banks in the Norman area, we provide the convenience you need. You don't have to come to us. We bring the bank to you. That includes direct deposit from your phone, free access to over 55,000 ATMs, bankers that come to your home or business, and more. Whether you're undertaking a new business venture, purchasing a home, or simply want more convenience, Valiance Bank is here for you. Visit valiance.bank or stop by our Norman location. For Native American children living in poverty, there are very few opportunities. But at St. Joseph's Indian School, they have a chance to dream. I can dream of sharing my culture with the world. I can become a nurse and help other people feel better too. I can dream of riding into a brighter future. Since 1927, St. Joe's has provided a path to a brighter future through education for Native American children. 
Learn more at stjo.org today. Let's get right to the Air Comfort Solutions text line as we close up hour number one. Uh, you guys are on a roll already today. Someone should get the Brown O'Haver number to the UCLA softball team. They just got destroyed this weekend. <laughs> Greg from Lawton says, thought you guys were going to have to talk John off the ledge there. Awesome interview. Yeah, he, he's very passionate. Very passionate about things. <laughs> yes, and I, he is. I, I love it. I love it. Um, let's see. Las Vegas Sooner. If I recall correctly, in the early 2000s, Tennessee spent money on facilities. So he's saying yeah. Tennessee was the first. Nebraska began the facilities arm race in the 90s. Uh, 985, Kansas State. Everyone saw how it helped them in the 90s go from worst to one of the best programs. Yeah. Texas I'm, on here, another Nebraska on here. So, I'm Well, I'm sure that uh, – I don't know who the first was, but uh, – I think everyone started to have more money to be able to go after those things once those television contracts started to kick up. So I'm sure it was most people kind of all at the same time, as long as they were in the the position financially to be able to do it. So I don't know who the the number one was. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We got hour number two next. Stay with.